Hey, Brian Wilson, Texas Lawhawk. Say Funky Town Podcast. Funky Town Podcast! What? Funky Town Podcast! Funky Town Podcast! Funky Town Podcast? Funky Town Podcast! Funky Town Podcast. That Wait, was we're live? Wait, we're live right now. I'm alive. You live? No, I'm alive. I feel a little. This is live to tape. Live to tape. Live oh, the tape to machines, bro. Or hard drive. Tape. Live to hard drive. Yeah. Live to ones and zeros. Mm-hmm. My tape machine. I had this whole thing going on where I was going to talk about Groundhog Day and Super Bowl Sunday. and well, You threw me with the... Uh, our 300th episode and... With 
Is today our 300th episode? No, not even close. Oh. But since oh. we got Josh is, and the Jet Noise on before Jerry Jonestown Massacre, and oh, they're going right. to have them on their 300th episode. Oh, that's right. We, this could be our 300th episode, Josh <laughs> and Jet Noise. And then when we get to our 300th, we'll just call it our 249th or Something, whatever, whatever we're whatever at. Whatever we're at, yeah. I have no idea what number we're on. Oh, we're past 250, I think. I think so. I've never okay. looked, you know. And see, they always do show number. And mm-hmm. I've never done that. And so I never know what and number I'm on. They just accuse us of copying them at this point if we started doing it. Yeah, well, we would be. No. Oh, well, yeah, so rightfully so, they'd accuse us. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so, I didn't mean to derail your... Uh, so Zach's not here, but Joe's here. Mm-hmm. And we also have Josh here and the Jet Noise, flanked on both sides of Josh as the Jet Noise. Yay. Mm-hmm. Matt and Chris. Yes. Yep. Robotuner. Robotuner's in the house. He's not wearing red pants, though. Nope. No red pants today. I'm wearing blue jeans. Red shirt. I'm wearing a red shirt. That is true. Dr. Pepper. Which means he's going to die if we're in a Star Trek episode. <laughs> so do we somehow... Um, Nobody makes me the ensign, damn it. <laughs> I think we luckily somehow always get a band on Super Bowl Sunday that's not really... Because you're not really interested in the Super Bowl, are you? No. I could give a shit less. Uh, I mean, this is the first one I've uh, that I haven't watched. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're kind of curious about it? You know what? You no. Sh- no? Not really, no. Uh, I don't want to watch another Brady Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm another good. Brady Bunch Super Bowl? I was going to say, that yeah. I can't imagine too many of them are still alive. Um, <laughs> this is the first year that um, we haven't actually had it on in here. I usually at least turn it on, mm-hmm. um, but my old, my cable box is broken. Oh, well, it's not on cable. Well, I don't have the antenna. Antenna, the digital antenna. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm not really... You know, interested but always it's it's never a problem and actually you booked this well like in march or something of last year with me this episode no it wasn't that far wasn't back that far. i was being <laughs> i was being facetious no it's it was like, like december yeah it was r- right before christmas yeah yeah and so i didn't even know when the when the game's on it just so happened to be this week i might i might miss the commercials that's pretty much it uh, usually there's one or two that are really funny now you can go on YouTube and, and see them. Exactly. But can you go on YouTube and see them all together, like in one place, or do you got to search out each one? They Some, usually have them all together yeah. in, in like one channel. Um, or a so, single video, yeah. Yeah, or a single video. So yeah, and it's, it's not something it's y'all are talking about deal. it the whole time. Because I always find like, this week on the Super Bowl, it's like, I don't want to see you talk about the, the ads. I want to see the ads, you know? But yeah, I figure it's got to be on there somewhere. Um and I was more excited about um, this being Groundhog Day, or not today, but th- but this weekend. What was yeah, the it's what was up. the verdict? I didn't um, I didn't hear early spring. Yeah, I heard an early spring, but I guess if no you sh- see, no shadow. So if you see the shadow, <laughs> that means it's a longer winter. No, it's it's like counterintuitive. That is counterintuitive. If you see the shadow, then it's longer winter. Because I would think if you saw the shadow, that means the sun's out. Oh. You're going to have an earlier spring. But I guess. He guess, didn't see oh, a shadow. I don't know. I get confused. I think they I switch very... it. I think they switch it every year so that they get the outcome that they want. Well, I want an early spring, <laughs> so I'm okay with it. Whether he saw a shadow yeah. or didn't. Yeah, the, the mayor. The mayor almost became a victim of Puxatani Phil too. Yeah. Did you guys see that? Uh-uh. Yeah, the groundhog actually tried to bite the mayor on the ear. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. That well, is awesome. I mean, he didn't really want to be dragged out of his nice, safe burrow and hey, held up in front of a whole bunch of people. He's like, hey, leave me the fuck alone, man. So he doesn't come out of his hole on his own? No, no, he, gets, he, gets, no he, gets, he gets dragged yeah, out. It's, they keep it's him in a cage. Kind, kind, and they just sit kind him out there and cruel. see if there's a shadow or not. Yeah, he, I think he's a kept groundhog. I don't think he's a wild. A feral one? Mm. Feral? 
No, not really. Yeah, sometimes I still have a kid's mind, even though I'm older than everybody here. I just, for some reason, they're like, you know, they know when, when he's going to come out, and he comes out, and everybody's sitting there and waits for him, like, there he is! And then he sees a shadow or doesn't and goes back in his hole, and then, you know. Yeah, not even a little bit. Well, yeah. my uh, my streak of actually watching Groundhog's Day on Groundhog's Day ended yesterday because I totally forgot. Oh, really? Yeah, and I usually make an effort because I love that movie. Bill Murray, he's awesome in it. But um, You can watch it when you get home tonight. Yeah, may- maybe, maybe. But we'll it's, it's we'll see what happens. Day, if you're not watching the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Get it DVR'd. Because these days you can just DVR it and go yeah. home and watch it as well, long as you keep away from the scores, the radio, whatever. Well, we we went, we got rid of cable at our house, and um, we haven't really added the, like, we don't really have a DVR thing. No, we did the same thing. We, we use Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here. That's what we're doing. Yeah. And so we don't, we don't have any way of recording anything. And, you know. Right. And we got YouTube as well. Right. Because. So just. just as the streaming stuff, but, but but we do have an antenna to get like local channels, which comes in. Well, okay, right. But you know, we don't hardly ever watch it, and unless we didn't pay our Netflix, I guess I don't know why we'd watch it. I can't think of the last time I've actually turned on the network TV. Oh, we still record a few shows. Do you? Yeah, we have a Dish or Directv, one of those two. Uh, I, there's so much between the, the streaming stuff that I don't feel like I'm missing out. We anything. don't need to, and then half the time it fucks up, and we have to go watch it on Hulu anyway. Yeah. Um, all right, but we anyways, we're not here to talk about Phil or Arboretum Annie is the one in Dallas. Arboretum Annie, yeah, is a groundhog in Dallas. Yeah, I think a lot of the, yeah, sure. I think all the big cities have their own groundhog. I don't know what the Fort Worth one is. We should we should see if there's a Fort Worth groundhog. But interesting, I think they had huh. a whole they had like a whole big thing in Dallas with Arboretum Annie. Annie. Wow, so, I did not know that was a thing. That's interesting. Well, you know, actually, I learned that in church this morning, which oh. might make that a little bit more <laughs> interesting, is that I learned about Arboretum Annie. It was kind of a come out of the dark into the light uh, kind of a message. It was great. It was sure, really good. Sure. That, but, that works. But it was Groundhog Day. And so, anyways, saw Joe Savage at church. That was kind of neat. Oh, nice. It's weird to see. He goes to your church? I don't know. Yeah, he said he did, but I hardly ever see him there. But it's always weird. Well, because he's been down in um, South Texas for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, he was there. And it's just... It was, sometimes I'll see Denver, and it's just weird to see some of these guys that I see out playing at bars and clubs, and you know, and everything. I mean, I go to church and I'm at the bars and clubs too, so there's no judgment. It's just weird to see them, you know, not at a bar and a club on a Friday night, but at church on Sunday morning. It's like oh, seeing this is cool. seeing people in different contexts when you're not expecting them to see or to see them in that context is always a little jarring. Yeah, I can't remember who I saw like Jack Thunder or somebody at Target, and I was like, whoa, this is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> you go to Target. <laughs> I don't know why it would be weird, but it just was weird. Preston, you know? Preston shops at Target. Yeah, I don't think it was Preston. I, who was it? Todd? No. Anyways, it doesn't matter who it was. No. We're here to talk about Josh and the Jet Noise, not where Preston does his shopping. <laughs> I would like to talk about where Preston does his shopping. I was going to say, now I'm slightly interested in no, where Preston it does wasn't, his shopping. It wasn't <laughs> Preston, but I can't remember who it was. I think it was one of the guys from... That's who it was. It was one of the guys from um, Torres. Tor- Ryan Torres? The guy from... Oh, Torn Up? B- Bummer Vacation. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And he was in some other things. Mm-hmm. It was him. Okay. And I think his girlfriend at the time or whatever. Nice. But I just picked Preston because he's a more known name. And I like him better than that other guy. I don't think no he leaves the south side of town, though. I know. This was over off by the West 7th, mm-hmm. that Target. Yeah, I don't so think. That's the closest Preston, one. Preston doesn't. Oh, Preston up. doesn't, yeah. 
All right. So, yeah, all right. <laughs> you know why I said all mm-hmm. right? I do. Because that's the name of the new record. or it's. I guess it's It's not a full length. No. No, it's an EP. It's an EP. But with seven songs. It, Almost it, there. Yeah. Almost yeah. there. What's the total run length on this? I guess I should know that. You, you should, should know, know that. You recorded us. <laughs> it's remember. it's about 23 and a half minutes. So, so yeah. it's, it's Oh, look def- at you. It's hey. definitely in the, the EP e- range. The EP for range. Sure. For, yeah. yeah, 100%. My new sure. details. Man, it was going to be even shorter Xbox too. Live achievement. I made That's you guys uh, though, add two more songs. Three minutes a piece on uh, on average. Yeah, you know, yeah. for seven songs. And I guess that's right. Just, Our shorter, shortest one is around two. What two twenty? Yeah, two thirty something. something like that. No, that's one that we're currently working on. Our shortest one that's on the record is just over three. Yeah, that's one thing. Okay. Uh, I know Deadly Affair is pretty long. Deadly Affair is actually the longest song on the record. It's about three forty. Everything else is no one took longer in that to three fifteen to three thirty range. And Josh is just amazed that you know these details about yeah, <laughs> these songs. I don't know all of this stuff. You get, I'm like, wow, we, that's impressive that you guys. We don't, we don't call pay, that up. Most we impressive. We don't pay Josh to have to know the details. <laughs> Josh just writes the songs. And why would we? <laughs> yeah, oh. right. Yeah, you okay, just yeah. you just stand there and write songs track. and look pretty, and we'll worry about all the details. Yeah, Matt and me keep track of the details. Josh just just writes the songs. It's a really good arrangement. Yeah, yeah, it works well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and I've been listening to. Um, I got it. We went and saw you guys at Mass a few weeks ago. Right. Yep. Yeah, for the Dream Life Happy Hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, I got a CD. Then I've been listening to it ever since. I really enjoy it. <gasps> and I really think I like it better than anything that the Confounded's done. It's a different yeah. style for sure. It is a different style. See, the confounded it you Can't you had the impression that it was heavy, right but now. it was never really heavy. So it was always kind of hard to place you guys because they want to put you with hard rock, but you weren't really hard rock. But yeah, and we played with a lot of those bands and metal bands too at metal mm. clubs, which was weird. Yeah, it really didn't fit y'all. Y'all needed to be playing with, and it's just there was something weird about it. It seemed heavy, but wasn't, and this feels like it is what it is. You know, it's just you're kind of just straight up modern rock. You're you know. you're one hundred percent right with the the confounded thing. I couldn't. I I loved that band. I love all the guys in that band. I don't. I just. I couldn't understand why we couldn't find our niche. Like I felt like there was a place for us out there, but I. We'd end up playing with some really heavy bands, and we were more of a. I I don't want to say grunge, but the closest thing I could compare us to was uh, maybe a Pearl Jam, ish thing yeah and i mean it's funny because we had actually toyed around with covering animal at one point yeah that's right we did yeah and but we just we just never really did but it's great band but but this one uh, i'm i'm very proud of this record uh, i really am so as so he recorded it up at at cloud land yeah cloud land correct with, with joe with poor joe mm. yeah I, I came up there one day for about an hour or so yeah yeah said in y'all were recording i think y'all were doing this song, and then you also did April Rain because I remember the the do 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 the the bass part in the middle. I remember when it had there's just some of the details you're going in recording it and playing it again, listening to it and trying to get you know and all this stuff and so I remember that part. Yeah, yeah, that's a that was a fun one to play in the studio. I think. Yeah, it was. It was a fun session. Yep. Who was assisting me on that one? Was it Matt? I can't remember the name of your uh, your assistant. 
Damn it, now that you ask me. That's when I, I, I want to say was anybody there. Oh, wasn't there? No. You, Maybe you, I didn't Your have. neighbor from down the street you came didn't, for oh, a while. Yeah, but he, he's just always there. He doesn't actually assist. Yeah, just, I think you had told me that you didn't have anybody that day. It was just you. Well, because Stubbs was assisting me for a while before Rebecca took over. Yeah, yeah I, I saw know. that. And then I Rebecca, don't know why the fuck you would left him behind a <laughs> mixing board to begin with. Oh, I didn't, but I let him run cables for me. <laughs> uh, Rebecca was there quite That's a safe bet. Yeah. Rebecca so. was there, but um, you didn't have anybody helping set set up. Interesting. You were doing all the setup and all that good stuff. I should go back to doing that. Save money. <laughs> well, I don't pay Rebecca. <laughs> yeah. So um, was Rebecca there hanging out, and you were like, hey, you want to be on a song? <laughs> hey, Joe, you want to be on a song? Or was it actually no, it like was, planned out? It was me going, hey, Rebecca, you're going to play on this song. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Or I thought it was more of a question. Anyway, but she did, yeah. And it was something that... But it was kind of spontaneous. Was it wasn't planned. Never pose it as a question to her. Yeah. Sometimes, though. But, yeah, I mean, some of it, w- I can't remember if you guys had wanted something to begin with, or I was just listening through it, and um, there was definitely some spots that I heard. Yes. Yeah, know. Deadly Affair was really one of them, I know for sure, that we wanted to experiment with some additional you, you instrumentation. Just jump in, Josh. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah Josh keeps raising his hand like a teacher. Well, I'm trying to get... Yeah, no, we, we had talked beforehand, and I, I uh, remember saying to joe is like there are a couple songs here that there are some opportunities for really cool things to happen mm-hmm. uh and i'd mentioned to him about slam bang theater i was like i is there any way we can make the end of it kind of sound like some sort of ticker tape oh, yeah, parade is ending right. and and they went in and he goes well do you, like what do you mean I, kazoos would be cool you know and they did kazoos and mm-hmm. it I was just, awesome i think it, i think it worked out to where there was like 40 kazoos at the end of it I it mean, threw me all... off because i'm driving and it gets to that part and i'm all like oh shit did i just blow a speaker <laughs> ah that's the kazoos oh, no. that's showing the kazoo. <laughs> but it took me a second because it has that you know well, and if you look at the back of the record my kazoo credit is much much <laughs> much 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 larger than my produced by credit <laughs> as was rebecca's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I will say the first the the first mix that I heard when you guys had added the kazoos and the glockenspiels at at the end um, when it got to that part, I literally burst out laughing at home. <laughs> we, we were cracking up recording. <laughs> it was oh, pretty I, I bet you were. In <laughs> the uh, in the extra stuff, and I do remember talking to you about Deadly Affair, but that almost didn't get recorded. Oh really? Yeah, it's all his fault. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'd we'd booked two days and they'd recorded the five songs that they had planned on in like thirty minutes. <laughs> like we gotta fill the rest of this time. Boys. Yeah. Do you have any more tunes? And you were like, dudes, you guys are like way ahead of schedule. You need to record some more songs if you have any. I yeah. believe at some point the words "I'm gonna be really pissed if you guys don't record two more songs." Oh yeah, came that out was, of his mouth. I'm sure I said Play, playfully. <laughs> so that's why I went to seven. That's why there's seven songs. Yeah, yeah. it was gonna be five. Well, it was deadly affair, and um, I don't wanna. wanna. I don't yeah, wanna. I don't wanna. And and the reality is that it's a it's a much better and much more complete album for it being seven songs it is um so you know we 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 definitely owe a a bit of a debt of gratitude to joe for jokingly but not jokingly (laughs) saying get off your asses and record a few more songs because you've got the time to do it oh you guys paid me we're square so were they uh, (laughs) so were the songs um the last two were they were they ready th- to be done, or did y'all kind of struggle through it and have to do it a few yeah, times? Because we were, 
we were really looking at each other and we were like i guess we do i i wanted to do i don't want to i wanted that down on something Mm -hmm. because it just when we play it live it's probably one of the better tracks we play live um I mean, I like all of our songs, but that one sticks out to people. Yeah, yeah it's really got the fun. blues yeah. kind of riff to it. But I would mm-hmm. say th- they were, these two were the, uh, Chris and Matt, they really wanted Deadly Affair, I think. Um, I had no problem yeah. with it, but I think they wanted it quite a bit. So, Well, that gives a side of you guys that you don't see anywhere else in the album. And it fits. It's not like it stands out. It's like, oh, you know, it's just, it's a nice with the seven it does give it a nice it's got peaks and valleys a beginning middle and end and not not a lot of eps have the time to you know to, to feel, really flex that much yeah you know, you know style wise yeah and that's why i was like i was surprised that it was only 23 minutes because it feels fuller than that you know it, it almost it almost feels like an album it almost does and uh i am kind of proud of that because that means we put a whole lot of different colors in there and uh the people the person that mixed it before it got its final mix he joe did a wonderful job oh, and i think uh, it just made it a more complete album that way it was fun to work on it was a challenge i mean from like a mixing standpoint because the songs are all pretty different so instead of kind of i'll mix one song usually and then drag those settings into the next one i'll have to tweak them of course you know for each song but this one i basically had to just kind of start from scratch every, every time. time yeah and also we had our three or four rehearsals before our recording day we played nothing but those five songs over and over again well and the two bonus tracks too it's you didn't stumble over them it didn't take any more takes than the five that you had rehearsed to death either yeah although there was that one moment where chris just threw up his hands in frustration like really <laughs> yeah, so. i don't well i couldn't see that i wasn't looking. No, at the so. i was in the room that's how i remember it <laughs> and so. it was only like the third take of i think all right it wasn't was. it yeah, yeah. so <laughs> for for the tracking on 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 this album um every song bar all right all right all right was a maximum of three takes to get the basic track for to get to get the mm-hmm. drum and bass tracks mm-hmm. um matt being the ridiculous bass player that, that he is literally punched one note out of all seven yeah. tracks, which Sounds still pisses right. me yeah. off to, to this day. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, um, but we uh, didn't punch any of your drums, though. We did actually. It did was we? actually it was actually in um, all right, all right, all right. It was the one was the one place I had to punch, and uh-huh. the the take that I. You guys got me early in the summer. I don't let people punch drums anymore. That's fair enough. <laughs> um, and it was it was just, just just a thing where we we were hitting a transition, and, and I I missed the transition, and it, and it was this was third take. Which is not that many takes, but because we'd, we'd been kind of cruising on everything else, the fact that I basically dumpster fired this take. Oh, that's I probably was, a bit of an exaggeration. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> For me, it was a For dumpster was. fire because because everything else had been going so smoothly, and I was I was so mad. I just stood up and was like pacing around the room, just like. Yeah, he's, just he's, just so mad. I feel like and, everybody's making a bigger deal out of this than it was. And I was just looking at you, trying to hold in my laughter. <laughs> well, and and in in hindsight, uh, it was it was not that major, and it's goddamn hilarious. We could pull it up um, at um, the break and find out. Well, <laughs> it was not. It was one of those things where it was like, you know, oh, he threw up his hands and he walked around the studio. I imagine Joe and a lot of other people that are in 
re- recording studios are sitting there going, "Oh, that's a that's your tantrum." Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, the guy like a couple back, he was like trashing his drum set, or <laughs> this guy just started taking shots because he couldn't nail it. You know, that's but, that's um, the most common thing. <laughs> oh man, I would is it really? Oh yeah, I, I would drink. <laughs> I would never have you know messed up the mic set up on the drum i mean come on it took it took, it took a couple it took like two plus hours to get everything they didn't do something weird with the mic and on the drums no i'm just well there was that one unique uh mic that he has on the bass drum which is actually a drum oh, that sub kick yeah that's yeah. Yeah, sub kick yeah. yeah yeah it's, it's, a, a, it's like a little snare drum kind of in front of the drum yeah it's um it's basically a, a reversed a, speaker a, right? yeah it's a speaker because speakers and microphones are the same thing they just work in opposite um, but yeah, it's a it's a Yamaha Opposite speaker yeah. mounted in a snare drum that um, it the you know the sound moves the speaker, which generates electricity, which makes a signal. But um, yeah, those are really good for adding low end because it's it takes a lot of energy to move that speaker. It's not as um, you know like a small or soft or thin as you know a, a dynamic microphone like a you know one of these SM57 yeah. or whatever. So it takes a lot of energy to move it, so you get a lot of the the real deep low end from it the, and the, then the record you know i think like it thumps pretty good yeah i would agree with that the amount of precision for which he was setting up the drum mics <laughs> at the beginning was awe-inspiring it was it was impressive <laughs> hey he he made my drums sound fucking it was like, amazing it was like yeah. so. oh thank you yeah it was it was cool super fun I so. hope you're okay with us recording with you again at some point. Yeah, All let's right. do it. What are you guys doing in February? I gotta, <laughs> I gotta book some time. Man. He's I like, I, gotta, I got rent to pay. As long as the price is right. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, really, o- overall, I mean, bar the you know the dumpster fire that wasn't whatever. The, the <laughs> Josh the, is throwing up his hands. The the entirety of the recording session, it it went so smoothly, and you know, not a lot of takes on anything. And it just all kind of seemed to fall into place. Even I don't want to end dead, deadly affair. Like everything was just kind of like, yeah, okay, this this works. We can we can roll with this. We have good chemistry all all together. It didn't seem like y'all like really fight or like just conflict. It seemed like a I kinda... I give Josh more shit than any either of these guys ever dish out at me. But that's because we <laughs> and I have a lot longer history. Yeah, together. yeah, we history for. Wow! Now, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, six years. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, um, I'm just along for the ride. <laughs> and then y'all been um, playing. You played like Peppermill and Mass, and um, but you have your big show coming up. Well, at, whenever at you hear this, yes. it'll be this week. Whenever you hear it, it's Friday, Saturday, 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 Saturday the ninth, Saturday the ninth. Yes. Yeah gonna be fun uh, i'm excited about it um matt did a good job pulling all the bands together and uh it'll be the first gig we've played where we've gone on at midnight mm-hmm. but uh, i'm i'm super pumped to be doing that saturday night yeah man let's do it i don't know what my voice is gonna sound like that's gonna be different because i've never sung that late but we'll see i'm pumped don't drink, don't drink talk water. during the day huh drink lots of water yeah yeah for sure and it's not as smoky as it normally is in bowls because exactly. it's not smoking. So yeah, that's right because you got to smoke outside. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I think it's going to be great though. I'm really excited. I'm really proud of what we've done. I think this is pretty cool and it's um, a good opener to say we're here. 
And who else was playing with you guys? Uh, we got Mean Motor Scooter. Oh, yeah. We got... Uh, I'm all over this shit. Professor Fuzz 63. <laughs> Professor oh, nice. Fuzz. And Dude, Bruce, they're so much fun. And Bruce Magnus. Okay, see, so yeah, Professor Fuzz's new record's very, very good, too. Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, Kerbin Streetman. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Maybe yeah, Chris just bought it. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. I was listening to it on the drive down to Matt's house, and it's like, yep. I really like this. This is pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of those bands that are kind of underrated. Or I don't know if they're underrated. I think people that know them rate them right. Yeah, it's just nobody they're, knows. They're not super well known, which is funny because they play more shows than Me Motor Scooter does. They play a lot. Do they really? Oh, yeah, they play a lot. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, like, I didn't know that. We we average yeah. fifty shows a year, and they they beat us for sure. Yeah, oh, but they're really good and super fun. And they all live in the same house too because yeah. they're a family band. Family band. I yeah. love their uh, New Year's thing that they do. They've done it two years yeah, in a row now what's that i don't know about this they, so they 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 set up in their house and instead of like going out they just play a show and stream it on facebook mm-hmm. oh yeah we for, for new year's eve and it's so great it's so cool because like now that i'm at home with the kid on new year's eve i can kind of pull that up and be like yeah this is fun <laughs> and have it right there we're toying with that idea too not necessarily on new year's eve but to do at some point is a live stream from from Castle Fujiwa, yeah, from your practice base mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I think it's. I think if you can figure out a way, it's like. Um, I love podcasts and radio and and the audio file type of guy. And I don't think it'll ever go away, but video is like where the mass mass numbers are. Mm-hmm. And so, if you can figure out how to get a video presence or at least just a little bit, get it out there for sure. You know, and those live streams of some of the practices are kind of cool for a little while. They're like, okay. <laughs> Right. It's just practice. I think we've done yeah. that like once. And, yeah. It's kind of yeah. interesting, especially like if you're a diehard fan, you really like the guys and you want to kind of watch them practice and work stuff out. It's interesting, but yeah. Or yeah. something different every time, like Garage Barrage. Jesus, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, the, the me thinks we're doing that for a while. Were um, they really? Broadcasting from their practice. I mean, this was maybe, I don't know, four or five years ago or oh. something, but okay. I, I definitely remember seeing some videos of them practicing. And the spectacle's always throwing up live stuff. Marlon will have to con- confirm that. But. Yeah, I think that stuff's neat. I think if we do it, we need to almost just treat it like it's a show. I don't know that anybody wants to hear us play the same song 15 times. Right. I, I just... Let's try it again, but do I, this instead. I don't think know. there's anything interesting about that. Like, even, you know, if you listen to some of the Beatles anthology and they have little stuff like that on there, and you're just like, I don't care if Paul McCartney messed up on that fret right there. I just I just want to hear him play Get play Back. Right. You know, <laughs> like, come on. Let's go. So, there's some weird people out there that go hardcore with that stuff, and they want to hear every single little thing, you know. Yeah, I I'm a hypocrite though. I realize I just said that. If it's a U2 thing, I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're all over that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I've done some of that stuff, you yeah. know, where it's like you get really far down the rabbit hole, and you're like, I got to hear, you know, especially like so like because I know more about YouTube than probably the Beatles, and I love the Beatles, but. Because I was the same way. And it's like I was getting all these bootlegs from all these different cities. And it's like they would do like certain songs different in different cities, like Bullet the, 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 the Blue Sky or whatever. They would just, the little part where he talks, he would ad lib every different show. And it's like, I don't know why I had to hear every single thing he said that was different from every other show. It's like, oh, this is great. It's like, like all those uh, live Pearl Jam um, records from the 90s or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I'm pretty sure I have them. I had every single one because of Prague. Oh, yeah. 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 But yeah, she had to have it. She had one. She had one. Know Eddie said every show, 
Well, the the uh, the Dallas one is. Uh, I have a friend who's a huge Pearl Jam fan, and when all that came out, he goes, "Don't get the Dallas one." I go, "But that's it's from it's the you know it's in Texas." Like right. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Eddie was drunk that night. I was there, and they were horrible." Uh, <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, all right." I which year was that? I don't, oh gosh! I don't remember? That. I only been. saw him once, and it was 2003 at uh, the Starplex. It would have been before that. It was that. in the 90s. Yeah. Okay. We were all. Oh, okay. I was in high school when that I, happened. Yeah. It was, oh, okay. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, they used to have a lot of bootlegs. I remember we could go to to Trader's Village, and you could find like cassette bootlegs of all different kinds of bands from all over the country. I mean, it was just like the Smashing Pumpkins in London. You're like, what the hell? And it's just a somebody's Memorex. That they made at home, and now they're selling at Trader's Village. Well, and sometimes it sounds really good. Like, somehow these people... Some finag- of them were. Some of them were terrible. But they some finagle they were, their way into the soundboard and say, I'm going to put this right here. And yeah. they're like, sure, that's fine. And you're just like, wow, that's really cool. I listen to a audio engineering podcast because, you know, of course I do. Right. Um, anyway, they, they <laughs> so had, a, they had um, a sound restoration guy on there talking about... Um, oh, I can't remember who it was, but some live record and they wanted to like recreate some aspects of it so they tried to figure out where the dude was standing when he bootlegged it you know like okay he had to have been because it's louder you know like the the horns are louder on you know on the record than they we we know that they should be so he must have been standing on the left side of the stage and you know he's probably this far back or whatever how funny kind of reverse engineering yeah exactly that's cool yeah but these days you think there'd be tons of Everybody's shooting with their camera or yeah, with their phones. It's all bootleg videos, I guess. Yeah. It's all and yeah, those on YouTube. the sound sucks, you know. Those old little handheld handheld reel to reel tape recorders were pretty good. I mean, they got a pretty good sound. Handheld reel to reel. Mm-hmm. That's how they used to do it. That's how the old dead um, shows were recorded. I always imagine one of those little. Remember the little mini cassettes? Oh, yeah. The kinds that would kind of go in like the voice record. I mean, like the um, mm-hmm. answer machines. Yeah. But they also had them for dictation and stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, but those. before that, you'd have um, a little quarter-inch um, reel-to-reel machine. I've got one up in that closet. Huh. That's cool. Show you but you can't sneak that in a concert. Well, not nowadays, no. Well, not then either. <laughs> How would you sneak it in then? It's still it, it depended on the concert. They wouldn't care. Yeah, I guess so. Or you put it in under your trench coat. It was the seventies, man. It was the seventies. It was a dude. wild time. I had the yeah. little black, the little black one with the microphone. You know, it had the little red button inside the mm-hmm. play. Yes, you push down at the same time. Talk about this one. Yeah, I miss cassette tapes. I mean, they're still around and stuff, but they're mm. just not magical like they were when I was a kid. When I was a kid, it was like the coolest thing. Like twenty of them. I know, but they're not. I always thought that this album would sound cool. On, would be cool on a cassette, just. Put it out on cassette. Put it out, yeah, we should. It's cheap. Yeah, say it's fun. not that much, right? Yeah, I, I mean, mean it's couple, more than just a couple hundred, alone, but couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Care, they came up at Dreamy Life. Yeah, at some point, maybe. Yeah, but how many people still have cassette players? Probably the same amount of people that still have CDs. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pile of cassettes right there, and only one of those is from the '70s. And the he rest. does have a cassette player. Just yeah, it's right. It's next. I mean, to it. I do have a cassette player at home. Now that I think about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I well, just have a portable cassette player. You. Oh, thanks, Christian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so is the middle song we're doing the Deadly Affair? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, this is like I said. This is good. This gives you. Um, I don't know. It just kind of gives the album a little more substance and maturity. Um, that was there a story about it being that was it just 
were were y'all being silly no this okay it's a legit story um it sounded like it was a real story but it's like yeah and and if matt gets to the mic before i do then it gets like this crazy thing to it i give i give it the robo tuner charm which is funny (laughs) but the the truth of the matter was i i was very funny i've seen you know just about every james bond movie except for the one that had uh george lazenby as james bond and it was our majesty's secret service awful it is awful there's a reason he only did it once because it was not good i have that one on vhs yeah oh yeah exactly so um but as i'm watching it i you know at the beginning of every james bond movie there's that big credit roll where they have like some famous artist doing a song like Goldfinger by Shirley Bassey or Live and Let Die by McCartney or View to a Kill by Duran Duran, you know. Um, and I love some of those songs. And they're really, really good. And I thought it'd be really cool if I could try to write something like that and, you know, just attach it to a movie that doesn't exist. And it, you know, and when I showed it to the guys, um, I actually showed it to the confounded and they politely said, no, mm-hmm. not really what we want to do. And then when we're, we, when Chris joined the band and, and we're all settling in, I said, I got this thing. I don't know if you guys want to hear it, but it's, it's finished. And Chris and Matt were like, yeah, go ahead. And Matt remembered it. And Chris was like, let's do that. Cause it, it sounds good. So yeah that's that's what happened and it does have a james bond feel it really really does it's uh as chris put it the other day it's very left of center i would say because i don't see many rock bands just going out and being like let's try to do something that has that sound to it you know so except maybe muse but oh yeah i didn't think about that muse but they're they're different yeah the other thing to to that song was um when Josh showed that to us and both Matt and I were like, yeah, no, let's, let's keep working on that. That's, that's a really good song. Um, that was kind of the, he, he got this, this look like, oh, I can bring you guys basically anything and you're actually going to consider it yeah <laughs> listen to it yeah. consider it and even if it you know even if it at first listen it may not be catching you and in this case this one first listen definitely caught me um we're gonna give it a few more chances just to make sure that we're not missing anything off off the first listen and so i think that was kind of the one of the you know seminal moment moments for for the band as it were in you know josh having that comfort level to bring us different stuff so yeah yeah and um that one actually was kind of fun to to do because all you know rebecca and i came up with all the horn parts and stuff later so we just like we spent one night just listening to like every james bond um oh, really? or whatever yeah oh, dude. and so it's like oh we've got to have this aspect you know there has to be horns there can you know there 100 percent has to be horns on the second strings on and, the second verse of strings i thought mm-hmm. it sounded like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's so cool i would have loved being there i mean like <laughs> Oh wow! I didn't think of that. That's great. Yeah, that's yeah. So and cool. that's something that that Josh envisioned whenever he first wrote the song and introduced it to us. Also, like that would be cool to have on the recording. Yeah, yeah. The and tre- I don't even think we talked about that. I think I just did it on. on well, my the own. the treatment you guys gave it was 
almost exactly as I heard it in my head. Yeah. So that we we, super we awesome. studied yeah. the, we studied the genre. There you go, and <laughs> it's awesome. very and it's very tasteful too. And we said this on our interview yesterday with FW Weekly, like with the additional with the additional stuff that was added in. I don't think that it's something that necessarily wouldn't translate in other words it's something where we play it live as just the three of us uh i guess it wouldn't lose that it still doesn't lose that aesthetic oh uh, right right yeah. right i'll wait for joe to finish you know playing on twitter and then we'll listen to the song i'm just I'm, i know you're texting I'm, somebody i'm live we'll tweeting this show yeah. as, as we go all right we'll yeah. start this a deadly affair
the world as one But that's not what you see Through the scope of a gun And we are back. I'm drinking... um. <laughs> lime Haritos lime Haritos and I love those so much. right when I was time to come back I could just where'd you get it from I haven't, up coming I haven't up. got one in a little bit um do they have them at our 7-Eleven at the bad 7-Eleven mm, no that's not where I got it they might I actually got it at Walmart I think and I bought um, it off the shelf and put it in my refrigerator nice and then forgot about it and was gonna come over and I was like oh hell I got it. anyway sorry for the pause I was I could feel the bubbling coming up, and I'm like, I didn't want to be like, that was Josh and the Jet Noise. <laughs> a deadly affair. That would have been hilarious. I would say keep that shit in. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we were, uh, I've been playing it in, in the car, and uh, we were g- going somewhere, we were playing, and my daughter was like, are these the guys that we went and saw? And I was like, yeah. She's like, okay, I thought so. She recognized. Oh, cool. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, because, I mean, she saw you just the one time, and then. She actually heard it like weeks later or two, three weeks later and was right. like, it's that band? I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she really enjoyed it. She's that age now where she really enjoys going out and seeing any local band, you know, it's it's just fun for her. you know? Right. For sure. But, you know, she doesn't always remember them. I think she enjoyed watching you guys. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's awesome. And so. It's always the goal. And then, yeah, um, since Zach isn't here, we were going to do this one other week and I can't remember why we did oh uh, because we just would not stop talking to Matt and, and Jake, uh, Jake oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but we went to Chick-fil-A at the mall and the kids meal came with this and their questions mm-hmm. and so um, I think it's supposed to be like for kids to get to know each other oh, should we tell people to email us at funkytownpodcast at gmail.com yeah. and do all those other things Zach does Oh, That's Zach it. Libs? Oh, or, uh, no, those what? other things Zach does. Yeah, he tells everybody to email. Email us. Oh, okay, okay. I'm going to start putting stuff up on the YouTube page, the Funky Town YouTube page. Not fishing videos, other videos. Oh. So check out that. I need to get a, I need to get 100 subscribers because then we can actually have... Monetization? No, no. YouTube. Custom URL. Oh, you can get your, yeah, podcast, get your own you know, Yeah. But I could just say, hey, go to YouTube and type in Funky Town Podcast and it can take you right there. But... So subscribe to that, which Zach never says. That's why he's not here tonight. He's on probation mm-hmm. <laughs> until he gets this down. Um, yeah, but anyways, so I'm, slacker. Uh, so I picked up these. So I brought these cards home. I don't think there's any rules or anything. Do you need your cheaters? No, I just can't read that. The rules? Yeah. Here, let me but see. They're, they're dumb rules. It has like the youngest person. We're not doing that. Here okay. are two fun ways to enjoy your I will conversation ask, starters. I'm not going to ask everybody the same question. I'm going to start off with Matt. This will be Matt's question. Okay. What view would you like to see when you first wake up each morning? With my girlfriend on top of me. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, that's the wrong answer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. We'll go to Josh. What color do you most like to wear? Red. Red? Yeah. I got a whole lot of red t-shirts. It's a my power, favorite, power my, move. My favorite t-shirt that I have at home is a, is a rad racing t-shirt from the 80s movie Rad. And, I, you know, that's my favorite shirt. That is rad. 
It, it is, is red. And red. And red. Mm. All right, Chris. Red pants. Yeah. What is the softest thing you ever touched? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. These are for kids. These are came with a kid's meal. That's all. Wow. Girls, mine's going. Um, we'll just we'll, we'll just go with kitten bellies. Kitten bellies. Kitten bellies. I was gonna yeah, use that's a right. similar you have three cats. word, but go ahead. Anyway. <laughs> this is a similar word. Do you want your own question, Joe? Oh well, I mean, <laughs> if if you got enough to easy with the Haritos, man. I got plenty. <laughs> no. What would you like to see in the sky? Ooh. Uh. Lucy with diamonds. Yes, actually, yeah, that's Lucy. That's the obvious answer, yeah. right? I or was, I a, thought, U, a UFO, a legit UFO. I thought you were gonna say riders. Uh, in the sky. It's also a wheel in the sky. It keeps on turning. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. What food smells best? Best? Hmm. That's clearly subjective. I have so many things that come to mind. He said food, Chris. I'm not thinking of other things, so don't <laughs> even give me that, that look. <laughs> it's food. Uh, what food smells the best? Mm. I think I stumped the RoboTuner. No, you haven't stumped the RoboTuner. I see what you did there. <laughs> Throwback. Um, I would have to say... Hmm... Meat Lover's Pizzas. That's right. the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Bacon. It's always the best food to smell. Bacon, bacon, bacon. Yeah. That's not the best, but it's <laughs> one of them. All right. We put, but you put bacon on Meat Lover's Pizza, so that's in there. Yeah, I for know. sure. I yeah, know. for sure. You don't have a Meat Lover's Pizza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Josh, what kind of sound would you want your car horn to make? Does it have to be a sound, or can it be a song or part of a song? I've seen those, too. Well, it's a sound. I mean, okay. I, I would say, I would imagine a part of it. When I was a kid, I really wanted my car to do Dixie like the General Lee. Couldn't yeah, that, that's what I meant, yeah. <laughs> you know, I wish. Kids around the hood going. I mean, man, horns are supposed to be aggressive. You know, my first thought is be really cool if my horn played the opening guitar riff from where the streets have no name but then it would destroy the aggressiveness of the horn so <laughs> i'm thinking yeah i'm trying to like, think how that horse sound would even sound am i being honked at right up, now it might it might work you just, have to like, hook, just hook a delay a delay pedal to your horn that's probably what it is and maybe it would it. maybe it would ease the anger of the driver, you know, maybe they'd be like, I'm so- oh, oh, that's nice and soothing. Okay, never mind. I'm not mad at that guy anymore, you know. <laughs> maybe that would work, but um, that or opening riff for Fuel by Metallica, that would work too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What's but the best sound attainable. for an alarm clock, Chris? I guess you can kind of go the same route as Josh does horn. Yeah. Car horn? It's the obvious answer. Yeah. Ocean waves. Ocean waves. Ocean that, waves. Does that get you up out that of bed? Me, that'd keep me asleep. I man. would sleep right through I, that, I yeah. I would sleep way harder. I don't think that there is a sound for an alarm clock that sounds good. 
because that inevitably means you have to get up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exactly. say it has to sound good. It says so, what's the best sound. Oh, oh. A terrible sound can be the best sound for an alarm clock. Mm. Sorry. I'm still going with uh, with ocean waves. Gentle wake you're, up. You're a stronger and man then, than And us. then if I decide to fall back asleep, whatever. Don't care. <laughs> yeah. Work might, but you know. All right. Joe, mm-hmm. which piece of clothing of yours feels the coziest? Oh, probably my m- me undies. Me undies. Oh, that's an actual brand. That's an me actual out. brand. You're not saying my undies. No. Me. Okay. No, not like a pirate. No. All right. They're pretty comfy, huh? <laughs> they're great. <laughs> they're, they're made of micro modal. Maybe we should get the we might as well sponsored by yes. me undies. Yeah. <laughs> might as well just <laughs> the same thing. Do, do a commercial like all the other podcasts do for it. I think they do me undies. I think that's why. Well, yeah. No, that's a literally <laughs> how I learned about them and podcast why underwear. we bought them. Yes. All right, Matt, this is a good one. All yours is about food. What season has the best tasting food? What season has the best tasting food? Hmm. I would say fall slash winter because you get into the comfort foods like chili, pot pies, uh, chicken dumplings, that sort of stuff. I'd probably agree with you. It's better than the summer foods of hot dogs, hamburgers. Yeah, get tired of that after a while. Potato chips and... You bite your tongue. Hmm. Let's see here. What season is Mexican food in? Yes. Year round. All year round. That's the best one, whichever one that one's in. Uh, All year. Okay, Josh, uh, here's a a softball for you. What's the greatest thing you see each day? (laughs) Um, I would say uh, seeing a student do well in in my class is pretty great um most of the time uh they have to work at it you know so when they do work at it and they realize the fruits of their labor that's that's pretty cool all right it's a good feeling all right and chris yes if you could learn a new language which would you choose I can't see my my five year old sitting around asking his friends these questions. Maori, but maybe it's five. Maybe it's for five. Which what is it? Maori. Which one's that? What's that? That's New Zealand. Yeah, the native okay. language. Yeah. All right. Yeah, since I, since I lived there for for a time, and you know, it's a it's a very beautiful language when it's spoken. And yeah, if I had to pick one, that would be it. Is it hard to learn? You think? Like is it similar to anything else as far no. as like, no no it's not so yeah there there's some there's some challenges there but definitely would be the one I'd pick I'm I'm retracting my last answer my son is the greatest thing I see every day <laughs> see and I didn't want to call you on it I'm like I'm gonna no. give you a softball and you're like yeah my student when he does good I'm like oh, I, was, I, was, I really thought he was gonna say his newborn baby or I was whatever, nervous okay. <laughs> I was nervous and then I thought about it, I go oh no 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 no. No, my son. It's my the greatest son, thing you've ever done. My son is amazing. Well, that is the right answer. I just yeah, I was. I, I was wondering if you were gonna retract it and go quiet. back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. The, there is no age um, for these cards, at least according to yeah, the. It, just came, it came in a kid's mail. Yeah. So it could be any. It could be age from any age. Yeah, it's the, it's geared towards the five senses. If you're uh, curious as to what the theme was. Uh, oh, okay. Would you rather walk on sand or snow, Joe? Oh. Snow. Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm from the snow. If you're walking on sand, you're close to water. Not necessarily. I guess not. But Maybe in the desert. Oh. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Yeah, I forgot about the desert. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. There's a lot of sand there. 
you can pick up the snow and actually make it into something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a man. Yeah, or mm-hmm. throw a ball at mm-hmm. someone. Snowman versus Sandman. All right, that's not your question, Matt. Your question oh, is, what smell is most likely to make you sneeze? Wait, that's not how I just sneezed a second ago. It's oh, funny you, you asked me that. What? what were you smelling? I wasn't smelling anything, really. It's just allergies. I've had, had them all day. Oh. What smell would make me sneeze? Mm, I would say any strong perfume-like scent. Like, you know, you walk by a woman that has too like much. way too much perfume yeah. on. Yeah, that makes me sneeze. All right. Uh, what smell makes you happiest, Josh? The happiest smell. Oh, um, glue. My beautiful baby boy, I swear he smells so good. <laughs> That's my answer for everything now. <laughs> oh, the safest man. answer for him. Um, uh, I would say uh, the smell that happens when it's wintry and it's christmas it's that kind of pine kind of pine yeah that that's really nice i I like that smell because christmas lights are up and i don't know it just it just makes me happy i wonder how long it would have taken us to figure out this all about the five senses now that you say it it's so obvious oh i would have never put it together honestly but every question is what do you feel what do you smell Mm -hmm. what do you see and i would have never ever made that connection all right chris if you could watch a beautiful sunset from anywhere what spot would you choose? You can't say New Zealand. <laughs> um, fuck Why you, not? because I'm, <laughs> fuck you, because I'm going to um, specifically um, Long Bay, Jeff, Long Bay Beach. Phone, in uh, it's a suburb of of Auckland, um, and where that was basically the last place my wife and I lived before we moved back to the states, and the house that we lived in was literally like a five minute drive down to the beach and that was like our kind of our daily routine is you know we'd we'd both get home we'd drive down to the beach and we'd watch walk along sun. the beach and you know watch watch the sun yeah. it was it was pretty great that, that does sound pretty great New Zealand. of course you can't actually watch the sunset over the water from there because the sunset's on the other side of the island but don't you that's have, okay don't you have residents in we new would zealand? Have never i known. do have residency in, in new zealand permanent residency even so nah. oh wow hmm. what's the tv show Anyways. um this is a good one for you joe what mm-hmm. instrument makes the prettiest sound Ooh, i guess that's, that's still a subjective, very good question yeah. um i don't know i think a pedal steel maybe think it's pretty i do it's lonely and sad yeah i don't know i think it sounds pretty hmm all right pedal steel mm-hmm. what book has the best pictures matt thomas what book has the pic- best pictures um uh what was the name of that book? Oh, shit. Uh, round Trip. Round Trip. It's a, that kid's book where you read it from start to fin- start to finish, then you turn it upside down and then turn the pages backwards, and it's like oh, one's really? like a negative image of the other. It's all black and white. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I never heard of that. I disagree. Okay. Well, it's not your question, so <laughs> I'm just telling you. Okay. Oh, Josh and the noise are broken up over <laughs> oh, picture books. Picture was, I think it would take more. <laughs> I'd hope it would take more. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? All right, uh, Josh, 
What smell is most likely to remind you of a special moment? Pussy. <laughs> For the record, I was gonna say glue. Chris again. said that. No, I did not. <laughs> say I'm pretty sure that was Matt. I did not say Matt that. Said Matt that. said that. Okay. Um. Uh. Uh. I think. Um. This is kind of weird. Anything that my stepdad cooked out of his kitchen smelled really good but now that i get older if it's a special occasion that's when he cooks for me and it's uh, whatever i want so um you know sometimes it smells like lobster or sometimes it smells like steak from the grill outside or something so um it's those are those are special moments because it's all it's either a birthday or it's um it's christmas or they'll have us over for me and my wife's anniversary or something and it, the, those those are cool Smells. All right. Um, this worked out perfectly too. Cause I got two more. Oh, nice. Chris, what would be a great new flavor for gum? Don't say it, Matt. Oh, I'm God. not going to. <laughs> I think that would one. I think that would be a terrible flavor for <laughs> for gum. Um, it would depend on. Oh, anyway. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that they don't already have. I know they do have a lot. Um, you know what's getting hard to find is my strawberry juicy fruit. I'm getting real upset about the lack of availability of that. I like peppermint, so it's really easy to find. I've never been more let down by a bubble gum in my life than the Dr. Pepper bubble gum that they made. I remember that when I was a kid. You set the bar too high then. Oh, man. Well, I just I loved <sighs> when I was Pepper. younger that, that it was my thing. And then I was like, oh, they got gum? Cool. I can chew it? That's No, it's not good. No, I don't. I, I, I want a buttery nipple. Gum. <laughs> <laughs> that would get old really fast too. It's just. I've got this this gum in here, um, Trident Tropical Twist that a friend of mine thinks smells like cat pee. <laughs> it doesn't taste like cat pee. It it's doesn't smell like cat pee to me either. But it's weird. Butter butter <laughs> beer gum. Yeah, here, pass it around. Smell. Yeah, it. I think I think that actually would be. Entertaining. Does it smell butter like beer gum? Yeah, I'm just gonna steal Josh's answer on All that. Right, butter beer gum. It smells, it smells like, like grapefruit. It smells like coconut oil to me. Yeah, dude, that's weird. Yeah. I, Hold on, I, gotta, I gotta get a whiff now. I don't think it smells like cat pee. It smells like. Man, it just smells like um, citrus, fruity yeah. um, yeah. those. Those terrible zebra stripes, you know what I mean? The gum with the, mm. they had the. Oh, I love that stuff. The flavor lasts like twenty seconds. Yeah, right, but it's, it's good for twenty seconds. But that's what that smells like. It sure is a it burst like of a, flavor, though. <laughs> <laughs> a burst of flavor for twenty. But for seconds. that twenty seconds, it's <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. All right, last question for Joe: What animal sound would you like to be able to make? Oh, uh, those questions aren't bad, huh? No, those are great. Um. The sound of a an ocelot. Does it oscillate? I don't think so. <laughs> an oscillating I think, ocelot. I think it undulates. I don't know. I don't know what an ocelot is. Well, and I guess you can't. Cat. I guess you can't make the sound. To, does it have like a cat sound? I actually. Yeah. I, yeah. It sounds like a cat. Well, that's my Chick-fil-A question. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I like those. Burn those are fun. Now, if you'll just be open on Sundays, Chick-fil-A, that would be that'd be real helpful to us all. 
So I wonder if the uh, that was one of the Super Bowl things was that the Chick Fil A in that stadium is not is not going to be open because it's a Sunday. But I think they're open sometimes. No, Mm-mm. they are. I was not. wondering about that. Yeah. They they when when they you know sign the deal to go into I think it's Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta. It was like yeah no we're we're not opening on Sundays. We'll be open on a- any other day for any other event but no we don't care that nfl's there on sundays we're not open no that's why they've been everywhere else yeah so i mean you have to for for as much as josh is annoyed at them for not being open on sundays you have to give them credit for you know having their i wish more companies were the same way i'm not i'm not annoyed i just Uh uh-huh how often does everyone here get a crave well uh, Joe excluded, get a mm. craving for Chick Fil A on a Sunday. If they had some, um, it, it, you know, Chick Fil A style tofu, I would murder that stuff. <laughs> right. Well, there you go. Yeah, I actually so like the vegetarian substitutes. I've had a mm-hmm. couple before. They're usually pretty good. Yeah, but you only want it because you don't because you can't have it. That's it. That's all that it is. Yeah. You can have it on Saturday. Mm-hmm, that's true. And you're not working on Saturday. But I do respect what they're doing. I appreciate. I wish more companies did it. I appreciate their beliefs. And I wish more of them did it during Thanksgiving and Christmas and all these other holidays where you, yeah, for sure. You know where everybody's going and it's like, dude, let's let them go home mm-hmm. and be off work just one day. You know, yeah, but that's but that's that's a societal issue where if the companies weren't making money, they wouldn't be open. Right. We as we as consumers are going out and Spending going money. to these places, so therefore they're going to be open to make to make money. So if you don't know. want people to be open on those days, stop fucking shopping on those days. Which I do. I practice so. what I preach. I don't shop on those days. No, I don't either. I'm not a big shopper, anyways. Were you at Walmart today getting the no? Her- that's her- week old. Oh. Okay. Well, contrary to beliefs, Joe, Super Bowl Sunday is not a holiday. <laughs> but I, I did find it. But Mar- Sunday, Mercado Reward is, is closed on Super Bowl Sunday. I know because I tried to go a couple of years back for my girlfriend's birthday because that's where she wanted to go. And we ended up going on the border and there was like only one other couple there. No, but whenever, wow. we, but whenever we, were, we were young, it's just the way it was. Like there were places that were closed on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Most places. Yeah. Grocery stores open. There's always a 7-Eleven that's open. And that was Pretty much, maybe a restaurant or two is open, but that's pretty much it. Love it. Everything else, very much like that. Yeah, and everything else is just closed because it's Sunday. You go to church, you eat lunch with with your family, you do all that stuff, you know. And uh, but yeah, you get these days. It's just you know maybe it's just big city even compared to small. You know maybe small town life still is that way, but. I, I mean, think, you, I think it is. You got to make that money because even if you're like, I don't want to do it, somebody else would be like, I'll do it. I'll mm-hmm. take the money. You know, you don't want to be open up. That's cool. You know, McDonald's is here. You know, Whataburger's right. here. Burger King's here. We'll all take your money on, on you know, and I go to those places on Sunday. I did go to Shipley's and buy donuts this morning. But if that wasn't open, I would have prepared. Indeed. I just don't prepare because I don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but you are right. You know, vote with your money. If you don't like something, don't support it with with your money. That's the way you change things, you know, yep. for sure. Um, Sorry, that went way more, um, you know, deeply societal than I'd intended. Sorry about that. But you're right. So I had a couple of news things I wanted to ask you guys about. So I heard, I think it was like a Monday or Tuesday, that this man was, so this lady's just walking through downtown. Tell me if you heard this. Lady's just walking through downtown with like her kids. <laughs> Tell me if you've heard this and one before. It's all of a sudden she looks up and this guy just punches her right in the face and then runs off. 
Where was That's this? That's a terrible joke. Downtown. It wasn't a joke. It's a news story. I just didn't know if you guys had heard this, this no. news story. Do, I we know, do we know why she got punched in the face? Or? No. He ran off just, ah! You so know, I, I, mean, I, I can tell to, you. They did end up finding him, and they arrested him for that, plus a couple of warrants he had, whatever. It's just um, the brains. I don't know, but there's no reason. He just did it. I can tell you from experience that there, there have been, um, on YouTube, there have been, like, videos of people that you know kids that think it's funny they'll take something and nail somebody hard behind the head and run off and they'll do it to old people and they yeah. don't care who they do it to and they think it's funny and it's a crime they put it on, yeah. on youtube they'll get arrested yeah you oh know. i i hate stuff like that yeah um it's better than that but now this guy was new a new game they're playing it was a man it wasn't kids it wasn't a joke or anything what's what's the new game oh i can't remember what it's called um but basically you just like walk up to a friend of yours with a loaded gun and like Ugh. just point it at him and it's like to you know show preparedness so that, you know they're supposed to be able to draw down on you or whatever you know like if you do that well guess what happened so i got shot oh yeah i killed yeah a kid killed another kid doing that um, yeah that seems like a really ago. stupid game you know i'm super okay with anybody who wants to do the bird box challenge you go right ahead and do it oh That's yeah called natural selection i what's, heard about that it? too how's that one go you oh, got, I, I guess you got to blindfold yourself and do what? That's it. I mean, it's bl- blindfold. I don't, I don't you blindfold. Know. You blindfold yourself and you do try to do normal day, day, daily activities. Some seventeen-year-old in Utah did it and decided to um, try driving on the freeway while doing it. Oh um, my god! Man, so yes, never mind. There were. I don't want people to die. Yeah, because yeah, really well, it involves other people. <laughs> so so somehow nobody died and actually. Um, minimal injuries were were the result of this, but yeah, this was like, oh yeah, because driving with a blindfold on is smart, really. Because yeah, you're using the GPS, yeah, the sound, yeah. the voice, you know. So it's like <sighs> that's not it's I not just, any better. I Jesus. just wish people would not act so dumb. What's that George Carlin quote? Think about how fucking stupid the average person is and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I I don't know. It, it bothers me. It, it, it bothers me as a parent. I'm sure Matt can relate. And, and probably Jeff, and can as an, too. As an, yeah. As an educator, it's got to bother you a little on another Dude, level too. Because well, Man, one of my number one goals as a teacher is to make sure that I try to limit the amount of jerks that leave you know, like try try to teach them about how to treat other people. I try to do that. I really do. Some of them aren't hearing it, but that's you just gotta plant the seed. Yeah, yeah. I try. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, my uh, niece. She didn't. She went to halt them. She didn't have you, but she's like, "Oh, I don't know who Mr. Reed is. He's in Japan. That's so cool." You know? <laughs> and she's like twenty one now. Or t- or you know, t- t- twenty two. But, but we were t- t- talking about you before, and she was like, "Oh, really?" You know, she totally knew who you were. You know, yeah. but she never had you or anything. But well, yeah. I can't imagine being a teacher these days. They they lump me in with comic book nerds, and then they hear I'm in a band, and they're like, "Nah." I'm like, "Yeah, nah." I go, "Dude, I'm on, I'm on whatever you're listening to right now." And they're like, "Give me a name of your band. Look up the confounded." Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a life outside of school, you know. Which is also weird, you know. It, it was always weird when I, when I was a kid when I would see my teachers like at Kroger or whatever, first. You know, you're like, whoa, you actually exist outside the school? 
Mm-hmm. Again, know. seeing yeah. people outside of the context Hello. that you normally see them in it can be a can be a kind of a mind blowing experience, especially so, when you're a kid seeing your teachers in real life situations. And then they're in a real life rock and roll band. And you're like, whoa, no, I, can't. Yeah. I can imagine Furs or you know Olive Garden, but to actually be like going to a bar and playing the guitar and singing songs, mm-hmm. ah, I don't know, man. You're a teacher. Teachers mm-hmm. don't do that. Yeah, mm. teachers are home grading papers. It's no, well, not anymore. I can't take papers home. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> no. No, no, no. Um, I like the line where you said, I don't want to be a teacher and about grading and about uh, uh, the grades, and you're like, then always throwing shade. It was just the way you did that. I, I thought it was funny. You know? That was more of a, when I, when I wrote that line, I was very careful. That was the only reason why I was kind of hesitant about recording. I don't want to. It, it, just because of the teacher line yeah but it's not it, it doesn't have to be personal to to, 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 to you no yeah because i mean there's a lot of occupations you don't want well i thought that was more of a i thought it was more of a commentary on uh on society and the and the uh the new juxtaposition of things there's a really great cartoon out there if you can find it because it used to be uh you know the parents coming up and looking at the kid going why aren't your grades better and then the next the next slide over it's uh them yelling at the teacher saying why aren't his grades better yeah you know so it's um i i think that that's a you know i I do think that that's a good line and i do think that that's a conversation people need to have i saw something earlier it was a quote and i can't remember who it was from but it was good teachers teach children bad teachers teach curriculum oh that's good (laughs) yes that is a good one but the problem is the good teachers are stuck teaching curriculum because they're being micromanaged and they have to they have to do that if they want to keep their job right or you're not going to be right teaching anybody yeah anything um all right well before we get too far away um sorry (laughs) no uh, the last song that we're playing is it the last song on the album yep yes yeah. it is yes yeah it's man a, it's all right all right all right yes. all right all right times three so it, now were you gonna name it matthew mcconaughey it was gonna be matthew mcconaughey and then i i okay th- there are varied parts of this story and i i'll admit i don't know all of them but i did some research myself and there i like looked up on itunes or youtube or something and there's like a ton of songs called matthew mcconaughey, that are matthew McConaughey. Oh. and i'm like well that's not gonna work and he had already named it all right all right all right because he he records all of our our practices on his phone and then if it's a new song he cuts it and puts the best version that we came up with on on dropbox so we can all listen to it and kind of decide if we want to make edits or stuff well he said all right all right all right and i was like oh Okay, that's fine, and I do say it a lot in the song, so it. it well, that's works the chorus. Out. Yeah, for sure. Me yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's uh, it's. I I'm fine with it being that that title. Yeah. So the so the me, re renaming it. I I had do, done that basically prior to you doing the research because I didn't want the song named Matthew McConaughey. The fact that you had gone and the fact that you then went and did research and you came back like the next week going, so there actually are a ton of songs with that name already. And it's like, cool, I'm going to leave the file as is. And both Josh and Matt were kind of like, okay, okay. all right. Yeah, all right. So, it's fine. All right. Yeah. It was, you know, as, as they like to say, that was 
that that was the one time that I've gotten to be right in the last twelve months. Drummer gets to be right yeah. once a year. Yep. Oh, there you go. Well, it's New Year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it, cool. It is New Year, so I've got I've got opportunity. So, <laughs> so but this isn't an opportunity. This isn't the title track technically, because you know the name of the album's All Right. This is All Right, All Right, All Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's no, not really a title track. It's it's weird. I I didn't really think about that. Um, but yeah, it it's not really a title track, but kinda. It, it, man. It's a quasi title track. Yeah, yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, it's a fun song though. I I like this song a lot. I do too. It's because normally I like the albums that end with like a nice slow "Love Is Blindness" at the end of Octane Baby, whatever, something yes. like that. You know? Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, but no, I like this ending on the because it's it starts off that way and then you kind of like I said, it's got a really nice ebb and flow. It's got an end of, just ending on a high. It's just, it's just it makes you feel good as soon as the album's over, you're like ah that was fun and if you have it in, in your car it goes right back around the yeah. and you're like yeah let's do it again man do it again this is cool <laughs> you know because you're having fun it's just it's a fun song it's oh when it repeats it. yeah yeah it's, it's a um it's uh yeah man i really like that song and i i'm so happy that it that it's been recorded it's it it's just so good i, mm-hmm. I have fun playing with it it's a fun one yeah I, I hope people enjoy hearing it at the end of our set i'm always i'm always kind of going back and forth with, man i know we play it last but should we play it first i, I think it's good no nah. the answer to that question is no okay cool. no i can't picture it as an are you really gonna either. blow your one your one time one, right now one it's time february right now. man it's not really february <laughs> no because matt just agreed with me so okay. therefore it's not my one time right. being right all right yeah. that's fair that's fair all right so february 9th february 9th at lola's at lola's Bruce Magnus, Professor Fuzz sixty three, uh, Mean Motor Scooter, and Josh and the and Jet Noise. And you'll have physical copies of the, of the CD. We'll have yes. physical copies of the CD. It'll be available on all digital platforms, and we have T shirts. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some those the white with the the jet yeah. engine. Yeah, it's kind of the reverse of the cover. Yeah, so it's yeah. The logo's white, and the yeah. T shirt's yeah. black. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So. Nice. I'm, I'm looking forward Dustin to it. will be happy that they're not Fort Worth headlining. They're playing like yeah. Well, we're happy we're not to Fort Worth headlining yeah. also. Indeed. We, we're doing this the right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if you're headlining, you should play last too. So I think that's cool. Well, and I'll I, be there at midnight cheering you on. Oh, cool. That that was one of the things about when we started this band. We're like, let's do everything the way we're supposed to do it. It's out there. There's a blueprint for it. Let's do exactly what we're supposed to do. Let's... Uh, Let's be nice to everybody. No, Let's be nothing cool. says rock and roll like following the rules. I know, <laughs> I know, but the, but there are, there are unspoken rules, man. It's like unspoken rules in baseball, and um, you, you got to know which rules to break. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, for don't, sure. Don't play when it's not your turn during a sound check. Yeah. Oh, is the most important rule. Oh. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yikes! <laughs> and um, don't don't check in a drum set during another band's set. Don't do that either. Oh, you. Yeah, don't get your don't gear do that. the fuck off stage when you're done. Mm. Unless yeah. you're last, and then you can leave it up there for a bit. Mm. Indeed. But when you're done, get GTFO. off the stage. Yeah, GTFO. for sure. We could do a whole... O-S. Yes. We could do a whole episode on, on rules. We could do that. We should I think that. that would be next, informative. Next, next time we don't have an etiquette guest. We That's could all do. we'll do. We'll just break down the, yeah. the Fort Worth unspoken rules, but we'll speak them. Yeah. That I think that would be good. I think that'd be cool. Right on. All right, man. We well, yeah, so we you heard three of the songs here. There's four more to hear, and you know I I don't know if I could pick my favorite. I think today it's April Rains. 
I oh, like that one. That's, um, that's nice. Thank you. It's one of our proggier ones. It is a proggier one, and it's like in a. It's like it wouldn't be the one if I wasn't me, but I knew me, and I was going and had to guess my favorite one. That wouldn't be the one that I would guess for myself. But I think that's the one that I like. I just I really like the. I, don't know, I, just, I like it. Anyways, thanks, man. Appreciate it. I um, appreciate it. But I like this one too. This last one, like I said, I really like the way that it that that it cl- cl- closes. And I always find myself just letting it run through to the next one again because the way that it ends and the way the next one starts, it goes well together. But all right, all right, all right. We can find them. We'll, I don't know. I guess we we said it all right. Mm-hmm. And you may listen. And if you're in, interested in you know finding us on all the you know social media platforms, you know we're on we're pretty much everywhere if you search for Josh and the Jet Noise. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitter. ITunes, you can find us. We're Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. Well. Yep. Well, that's one of the digital platforms that will be released. Spotify as of the the ninth. As of when, the ninth. When when it all drops, but yeah, you know, come on, you know, like us on Facebook, find us on Instagram, su- subscribe to us on YouTube, so we can hit that hundred subscriber threshold and get our custom domain for that as well. That would be fantastic. So yeah, we hope to see all your faces as often as possible at all of our shows. Sweet. All right, on the count of three, you're gonna say all right, all right, all right. Yeah, let's do it. One, two, three. All right. All right. All right. Bye. Was that not my line? No, just play the song, man. God. Red Pence. Bye.
Call me up on the phone And I start to feel alright